0: People have these New Year's resolutions and goals to lose weight, get more fit. They get their gym membership starting January 1st. And then the moment that February rolls around, people are starting to fall off. They're not going to the gym anymore. They're going back to old habits. And then there's this feeling of guilt and shame and failure and worthlessness that just starts flooding your body all over again. What I fail to see people talk about, especially other coaches, And leaders and experts are the deep-rooted limiting beliefs and programming, subconscious programming and habits that happen beneath the surface that sabotages us. Hello, you beautiful soul. And welcome to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast, where we break through all the fears, obstacles and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from the life relationships and business or career you desire i am your host evelyn huynh founder of evolve and Night coaching institute speaker and transformational life coach specializing in inner child and generational trauma healing join me each week to heal and strengthen the relationship with yourself and activate your authentic voice so that you can evolve mentally emotionally, spiritually, and financially. What is up, you beautiful, beautiful soul? And welcome back to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast. This is episode 14 and also the first freaking episode of 2022. And guess where I am? I am currently sitting in the front the driver's seat of my fucking car because I'm still here with family and people are working and there's so much noise in the house and the only place that I can go is just to sit in my car but it's also like hot as fuck because I'm in California so if you hear birds chirping or if you hear cars going by that is why I wanted to make sure that I had an episode come out I literally moved all areas of the house and this is the best that we could do so you know what 2022 is a year where I just don't give a fuck and what I mean by that is I'm a recovering perfectionist. Everything always had to be done a certain way. I had such high expectations for myself and then anytime I don't meet those expectations I would just feel like shit about myself. I feel like a failure. I feel worthless. I feel like I wasn't enough and that 100% ties into inner child wounds, generational trauma and it's interesting that I'm bringing this up right now because so many of us struggle with Being a perfectionist or being a recovering perfectionist. You know, so many of us had parents that were constantly disapproving of us. So then we always felt like we needed to be perfect in order to gain love and affection from them. So this is actually, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it just kind of happened because I'm sitting in my car and I look like a freaking doo-doo right now. But it segues into this episode, which is all about releasing the pressure around New Year's goals. You know, the day that I'm filming this is actually January 12th. So we're almost two weeks into the new year. And I don't know about you, but the moment that January 1st hit, I felt this unwavering anxiety just fill my body. It literally happened overnight. It was like December 31st, everything is fine. I wake up on January 1st and my body was just seizing up. And the best way that I can explain it is I feel like so many of us have been programmed and conditioned. When January 1st rolls around, it's like new year, new me, get the ground running, hustle, 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 achieve all your goals, like no sleep, like keep going, like it's a new year, you gotta like do better than the last year. And there's just all of this pressure that we put on ourselves. But also, I feel like society puts on our salt on us because you see marketing around you see everyone share about their goals and being having been a personal trainer fitness and health coach you know one of the biggest New years new year's resolutions that people have is fitness and health and the common thing that happens is people have these new year's resolutions and goals to lose weight get more fit they get their gym membership starting january 1st and then the moment that february rolls around people are starting to fall off they're not going to the gym anymore they're going back to old habits and then there's this feeling of guilt and shame and failure and worthlessness that just starts flooding your body all over again what i fail to see people talk about especially other coaches and leaders and experts are the deep-rooted limiting beliefs and programming, subconscious programming and habits that happen beneath the surface that sabotages us, that holds us back without us realizing it. So a couple of things that I really want to chat about today is, you know, weight, diet, fitness, health, mental health, and also this all directly ties into your career. If you're a business owner, into your business, you know, and i'm also going to be sharing with you how to care for your inner child as you go through the rest of this year because when i was talking about you know those self-sabotaging tendencies those subconscious mind subconscious programming and things like that it all directly relates to your inner child your inner child wounds, as well as any generational trauma that you've inherited. And if you have no idea what generational trauma is, you can just go back to the very beginning. I will link the episode down below. I dive deep into generational trauma healing, and that's actually a lot of what holds all of us back because the root of inner child wounds is actually generational trauma. So going into this episode, I really just wanted to share with you my heart because so many people I see, not only myself, my family members, my friends, but especially also with my clients, is that we don't talk about this. We go through the new year, we feel all this like weird feeling and pressure to succeed and to achieve all these things and then maybe we fall off the wagon and then those feelings come up, right? Like, oh, there you go failing again there you go like not being able to do the thing so what I really wanted to share with you today is really to have a deeper talk about inner child because anytime those feelings come up of shame and guilt and just not feeling like you're doing enough you're feeling like a failure a lot of us if you really think about it the feeling in our body is very similar to what we felt as a child when our parents or caregivers or teachers made us feel that guilt, made us feel that shame, made us feel the worthlessness or failure because of something that we said or did. Does this make sense? The way that I'm kind of explaining this, like anytime we are triggered in our adult lives, it is a direct reflection of how we were raise the environment that we grew up in as a child so for example when I felt that anxiety on January 1st and I felt like I had to just move along with my fitness and health goals move along with business and just hit the ground running it was a mixture of the programming that I feel like a lot of us have had growing up in a western society you know like just always quick on your feet you got to get to the next thing like keep moving along move Along with your goals and especially with the rise of social media you see everybody's highlight reels. so there's that part but then there's also the part in my body that's more like the inner child wounds as well as generational trauma where as a really young kid my parents had such high expectations for me and nothing I ever did was good enough for them so anytime I put expectations on myself which is a reflection of the expectations that were put on me as a kid and I don't meet those expectations because hey I'm human and I might not finish everything on my to-do list or you know I'm in a season also of allowing myself to surrender and flow with where the universe wants to take me I don't get those things done that I initially set out to do so then when I don't do it and I don't uphold that expectation or whatever it may be then my body automatically goes into this feeling and trauma response of Evelyn, here you go failing again. Evelyn, you are never going to succeed. Evelyn, you are a failure. Evelyn, X, Y, and Z. So that's kind of where the inner child really comes in because she doesn't feel like she's good enough. He or she or they don't feel like they're good enough. And it's this thing that keeps repeating year after year and also throughout the year. And I feel like I'm kind of rambling at this point because I feel like so many people still kind of don't grasp the whole idea behind inner child. But my goal for you is to really pay attention to your triggers this year. Pay attention to what makes you reactive. So for me, the triggers leads to things like anxiety, it leads to depression, it leads to unresourceful patterns and behaviors like emotional eating, or laying in bed and not wanting to get up. A lot of us struggle with that. So really pay attention to your triggers, because that's a direct reflection of, or not direct reflection, that is a clear sign of what needs attention, okay? So how to care for your inner child as we go into or as we're in the new year and going into the rest of the year? Number one, apologize to yourself. This sounds so simple, but it is literally one of the hardest things to do. So many of us struggle to apologize to other people, let alone ourselves, right? We are so hard on ourselves every day of every year. We're self-deprecating. We are we use really harsh words when we talk to ourselves, when we talk about ourselves, right? So many negative things that we say to ourselves constantly that we don't realize actually disconnects us from our authentic being and it also holds us back from achieving our goals. So, apologize to yourself when you notice yourself being hard on yourself. I've been working with a lot of clients lately in my spark sessions, which is my signature inner child and generational trauma healing session. And an action step that I give to my clients is to find an old photo of them as a child to put it on their screen protector or screensaver and look at it often. Because anytime you're feeling triggered, you're feeling activated, you're feeling reactive, and you automatically want to be self-deprecating, saying mean things to yourself, look at that photo. And imagine what it would be like to yell at your younger you. Think of somebody else's child and think of yourself saying the exact same things to them. That is what we are doing to ourselves every single time. We're judging ourselves. We're blaming ourselves. We're being hard on ourselves. We're doing that to our inner child, not just us as our adult self. This is why reparenting The inner child is such a large component of inner child healing because so many of us grew up in environments where our parents were really hard on us. They judged us. Anytime we did something wrong, we said something wrong, we would literally feel like shit because of the things that they would say to us or make us believe about ourselves. And then as we've grown up, because we haven't healed that part of us, we recreate those patterns that we have with our caregivers and our parents with ourselves. So that's why apologizing to yourself often is so powerful and so healing. I'm still hard on myself in a lot of areas and ways in my life. But it's a lot easier for me now to catch myself, to stop, slow down, close my eyes, take three deep breaths, hold my heart, put my hand on my heart or hug myself and just be grateful for myself to apologize to lead with more love, compassion, and kindness. And don't be surprised when you start doing this that you start healing your relationship with yourself. You start learning to trust yourself more. You start being more productive, more confident, more unshakable. Because your relationship with yourself determines your relationship with everyone and everything around you. The times that I trust myself the most, the times that I have a strong relationship with myself are also the times that I have a strong relationship with my body, my mind, my fitness and health goals, my business, money, my parents, my family, my friends. It all starts with your relationship with yourself. Okay, so that's number one. Number two of how to care for your inner child as you go into this new year or I keep saying going into the new year, but the new year has already started. So as you begin the new year and going into the rest is to pay attention to your feelings and learn to regulate or self-soothe when you are triggered or reactive. So many of us, myself included, we're not taught and given healthy coping strategies and tools when we are in triggered and reactive moments. So if you didn't know about me and my story, I struggled with substance abuse, specifically cannabis addiction for over eight years of my life because I was numbing emotional pain. I also struggled with emotionally eating my entire life and have struggled with body dysmorphia and body image. And it's still an ongoing journey and it goes through its ups and downs. But what we don't realize is that when we have that emotional void, because we're not taking care of the negative emotions that are coming up, we're not allowing ourselves to feel them, to process them, to spend time with them, then we will try to fill that void with something else. And that could be smoking, drinking, doing drugs, shopping, spending money, sex, gambling, any other unhealthy behavior, right? A lot of us do that in unhealthy amounts which is when it kind of leads to abuse so this is why being able to pay attention to what's coming up for you in your body your feelings and allowing yourself to feel and process them is so important so many people especially clients that I've worked with are afraid of crying I had a client yesterday that literally said Evelyn I am a self-proclaimed (laughs) non-crier like she's a mom of four in her 40s and doesn't allow herself to cry and it is so saddening for me when I hear this because she's not the only one there are so many people who tell me this all the time I'm I hate crying it's uncomfortable and it's because we have been shamed and guilted and made to feel bad and been judged for us expressing our truest emotions and feelings as a kid and we're replaying that in adulthood so that's number two Number three of how to care for your inner child this year is to do childlike things or things that bring you joy. And again, this sounds simple, but it's one of the things that people do the least, right? When you think about children, they are just energetic beings. They want to play. They want to interact with other people. They want to get to know people. They're curious. They want to have fun. They want to enjoy life. Yet at some point, as we've grown up, we have learned that we have to take life more seriously. We've been told you need to grow up, stop being such a child. And so we start losing that childlike wonder within us. But every single one of us still has that inner child in us. That inner child is just wounded and it's not being cared for the way that it deserves. As human beings, we thrive off having fun and enjoying life and celebration. It's what makes us so magnetic. It's literally what helps us connect to our truest and most authentic selves. But the problem is we don't allow ourselves to actually get there, especially for my moms and dads who are listening on here. You're probably... one of the most disconnected from your inner child because you already have children. So you have to take the role of being the quote unquote grown up to be responsible, to take care of somebody else. When was the last time you allowed yourself to be taken care of? When was the last time you allowed yourself to take care of yourself for a change? Self-care, joy, love, all that really goes together. Okay, so I'm really, really encouraging you And this year, and this is also a love note to myself too. I'm not just saying this, you got to do this, but this is also me sharing with myself some of the things to really, really pay attention to this year. And that's number one, apologize to yourself. Have more kindness and compassion and love towards yourself. Number two, pay attention to your feelings and emotions when they come up and learn how to regulate and self-soothe when you are triggered or reactive Find help, healthy coping strategies. For me, that's going to the gym. That's working out. Well, I guess going to the gym, working out, same thing. Some people, it's yoga. Some people, it's Pilates. You might go on a walk, on a hike. You might journal. You might meditate. There are literally a million and one things that you can do that will be able to help you regulate your emotions and self-soothe. And I'm going to give you my biggest top tip. Anchoring yourself in the present moment is the easiest way to do that. When we are triggered or reactive, we are easily pulled into the past or into the future. We're either worried about things in the future or we're feeling anxious and depressed about things that have happened in the past, right? So when you allow yourself to anchor yourself in the present moment, you know, the saying stop to smell the roses, if you're walking or if you're sitting, like look at your surrounding, utilize your five senses, the things that you see, hear, feel, taste, smell, That's the easiest way to anchor yourself in the present moment. And I promise you, it is so much easier to help yourself process your feelings and emotions when that happens, okay? And then number three is doing the things that bring you joy, allowing your inner child, the childlike part of you to come out and play. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people in the 30s and 40s say, Evelyn, I just went to the craft store and I got crafts and, you know, I just felt like being creative. I mean, I know that this is ugly, so I'm going to put it in like a closet, but I just had so much fun doing it. Do the things that bring you joy, even if you feel like a child. Why is it so wrong for us to feel like a child again? Why is it so hard for people to accept that people can be grown ass adults, but also act like a child in a way that's just fun and exciting. I feel like there's this negative connotation, like you act like a child. And there's two sides of this, right? It's This saying is often used for people who are very immature, who don't really think about other people, and they're just very childlike in that way. But I'm talking about the childlike wonder of play and innocence and creativity and playfulness and exploration and passion and ambition and all those kinds of things. So as you are going into this new year, achieving your goals, working diligently on your desires and doing all the things that you normally do in the new year, I challenge you this year to just spend a little bit more time with your inner child, which is also you spending more time with yourself. You'll notice that You'll be able to be more patient with yourself. You'll be able to take the pressure off yourself when the pressure feels like it's getting too strong. Like, you have to do this, Evelyn. You gotta do this, Tiffany. You X, Y, and Z. Like, the feelings like you, sh- you have to. Like, you should. You should never feel like you have to do something or feel like you ha- should be doing something. It should always come from a place of desire. So allow yourself to spend some time asking yourself, how can I turn this from a have to into an I get to, or from a should into a desire. One comes from a place of empowerment and the other comes from a place of fear and lack. That wraps up this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sitting in my car just speaking to you from the heart and if you did enjoy it please 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 don't forget to take a screenshot of this post it on your stories tag me let me know how it goes and I would greatly appreciate if you could leave a review of your honest thoughts and feelings about this podcast it really helps me know what you enjoy and I love all the feedback constructive criticism all the things so I love you so much. Happy fucking new year. And thank you so much for being here on this podcast journey with me being in this community. You have no idea how grateful I am for you and for you tuning in every single week and listening to this podcast. I am so fucking excited for what's in store for this podcast for you going into this new year. All February is going to be really focused around relationships, childhood, wounds and that area of life I'll be sharing all the stories and teachings and lessons from four of my most toxic relationships and things that you'll be able to look out for be able to learn red flags um, things that I wish I did differently and my biggest learnings and teachings and lessons in terms of relationships so stay tuned for that because you are not going to want to miss out. It is so fucking juicy. And I'm also like shitting my pants both excited at the same time. So anyways, I love you. Thank you for tuning in this week. You are so fucking amazing. You are beautiful in always every way. And I cannot wait to catch up with you next week. So I love you. Have an amazing day. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.